Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Minute. I'm your host, Tyson Cross, and in this show, we explore all things mobile home park investing. From just getting started and trying to figure things out to the latest news and changes in the affordable housing sector and everything in between. I hope this inspires you to be a more thoughtful, intentional, and successful investor in this space. So thanks for listening, and let's get into today's show. All right, so today let's talk about my number one favorite way that uh, you should be finding mobile home park deals to buy. And if you listened last week, I started or I talked about starting a mini series on the ways that I think are the best ways to find mobile home parks to invest in. I think that uh, you know so often it, it just gets glossed over how finding opportunities or re- rather finding good opportunities to invest in mobile home parks specifically is not a passive event. It's actually an active event, something you have to take uh, seriously, you need to work at, you have to have goals, understand what you're looking for, and you need to spend time doing it because it doesn't just happen. You don't just find great deals out there. LoopNet, Mobile Home Park Store, you can find opportunities there, but by and far, um, by and large rather, you're gonna, you're gonna have to find the good deals uh, it's going to take time. And by that, I mean, you're going to have to look at a lot of deals, right? I mean, brokers are going to send you stuff. You're going to see stuff on LoopNet. You may call an owner, but you're not going to find the best deal chances are right away. Okay, so let's get into today's uh, topic for today's show. My favorite way to find deals is through brokers. That's right. Brokers are going to be the number one source for finding mobile home parks to buy, hands down, more than any other reason and or other way. But there's reasons for that, and we'll get into that in, in a second. But understand, um, I am a broker. I broker mobile home parks in the Pacific Northwest. I'm not saying that because I'm a broker. Uh, but, but understand that that's what I do. I've also sourced deals off market as a buyer in the Midwest where we own a park. Uh, so I, I've, I've seen all avenues. Uh, I used to broker multifamily. I still do broker multifamily, but my concentration has switched. Um, and, and so just understand that that's where I'm coming from. But I, I still believe finding the best investment is going to come from a broker. Okay. So let's talk about that a little bit. Number one. Brokers are talking to owners every day, or the good ones are, I should say. Um, you're probably not, okay? So you're going to have success going and working some, with someone who's on the phone every day with mobile home park owners. Unless you're spending your time every day calling owners and prospecting like a broker is, they're going to find more deals than you are, okay? That's just the reality. When you talk to more people, the more opportunity is going to present itself. Number two, brokers probably know more owners than you do. Okay, so by that I mean they have contact information. Uh, they've spoken with these owners. They have relationships. These brokers and, and you know, people who do this full time, like myself, we spend day in, day out building relationships with 
owners of apartments and mobile home parks. And so we have good rapport typically. And, and so we can have these conversations on a daily basis with these owners. Whereas you, you may not be able to get a hold of someone for a long time, or uh, you, you just, you know, for whatever reason had a bad conversation and, and you maybe you don't contact them for another year. Right. So consistency is key. And that's why brokers are so good at developing or transacting on uh, investment properties because they, they develop uh, rapport, they develop relationships, they build consistency. And, you know, the good brokers are constantly in front of owners so that the, when the time becomes relevant for that owner to sell, that broker is the first one they think of. OK, so understand that brokers is going to be by far your best way to source the best mobile home park deal. Can you find deals going direct to seller? Absolutely. The, the reality is most people won't do it consistently enough to find good deals, okay? And what they're gonna do is they're gonna send out some direct mail, they're gonna maybe look up some numbers, they're gonna call some people, they're gonna get rejection, or they're gonna find deals that are way overpriced or parks that aren't any good or owners who are unrealistic. And they're probably not gonna be as consistent. They may not do that for another six months. Okay, and in that time, that owner may sell to somebody else, probably going to go with a broker or somebody who's consistently um, in front of them. So this, everybody listening, this is the best way to find a mobile home park to buy a good deal. You're going to have to figure out how you develop relationships with brokers that are doing business, doing transactions. Okay. So let's talk about that right now. How should you start developing a relationship or rapport with brokers and what should you look for, okay? So go back to the original episode or one of the original episodes where I talked about you need to define what it is you're looking for, okay? So specifically, what location are you going to look for? Um, or where are you going to look for parks? If you're gonna look in the Northwest, then you wanna call me, okay? Because I, mo I broker mobile home parks in the Pacific Northwest. So naturally, you're gonna to wanna to look for brokers doing business in the areas that you want to invest in. There's some great brokers out there. Um, the biggest names in brokerage, you know, Marcus and Millichap is uh, one of the bigger brokers. There's um, Capstone, there is um, CBRE, there's ARA, uh, and so, you know, there's some others doing it as well, but, but really, you're going to want to look in a location where there's a there's a good mobile home park broker or a couple of them. I would suggest, suggest you reach out to every broker that's doing mobile home park transactions and start to build relationships with them because not every broker um, or not one broker is going to find all the deals. So, you know, there's other there's other opinions maybe go find us that you've heard on podcasts, go find a broker and then work exclusively with them. That's not the way you find deals because I can tell you in the brokerage world, what the deals that we have off market or owners that we work with, we're going to bring to buyers that we know who will close and that we trust. And an owner that I have an off market deal, they might not, they might not have that same um, relationship with another broker. Okay, so that other broker may be sourcing another deal. So what I would do is I'd look in the area, I'd find who the brokers are. First thing I'd do is call them. I'd introduce myself and I would tell them exactly who I am, 
what I'm looking for, what my experience is, is and um, I would ask to meet with them. So you're going to have to sell yourself. Uh, again, this is not the broker selling themselves to you. You should be selling yourself to the broker. And the way that you do that is by getting in, in front of them, sit down with them face to face. So you should go meet every broker that you wanna work with. Can't tell you how many people don't do this. Just like in a, in a, a job interview or a relationship that you're trying to build, you wanna to get to know that person, right? So you wanna sit down with them face to face. The more rapport you can build with that person face to face, the more likely they are to send you deals, right? The biggest, the biggest problem is with new investors, they expect that they can make a phone call to a broker and then automatically a broker is gonna just start sending them all their deals. That couldn't be further from the truth. The people that I wanna send deals and work with are A, people I've met and like, B, people I know that are going to close, they're going to perform, and C, people that I know have the ability to do that, right? The only way that you're gonna convey that information to a new broker is by going in and proving that, okay? And it starts with going and meeting them. So you're gonna call them, you're gonna set up a meeting, you're gonna go meet with that person, and you're gonna treat it as a, like an interview, but also B, you want to develop a relationship. So you need to go into that meeting and, and just, you know, really get to know that person. So when you go to the meeting, I would also have clearly define what your park, what your park criterion is. Okay, that's number one. Talk intelligently about that and why it is you're looking for that. Talk about anything you've done in the past that relates to real estate. Number two, I would say bring a proof of funds. Okay, so if you're gonna go meet a new broker, you wanna show them right away that you've got money ready to invest. If you've got a partner that's gonna bring capital, you should bring that partner with you, bring the proof of funds. Okay, if I'm a broker meeting with a new buyer and somebody brought the proof of funds and said, hey, check this out. Here's my proof of funds, I'm ready to roll. I have my personal financial statement ready. I've already talked with three lenders in this area. And by the way, I've actually written a couple offers with some other brokers that I've met. So I'm actively, I'm actively making offers in property. So that, that would be huge, okay? That is a big, big, big sign to me as a broker that this person's serious. Okay, so meet with the broker, sell yourself, talk about your criterion, what you're looking for, bring a proof of funds, you can also bring a personal financial statement. I mean, you don't have to, but you know, frankly, if I see someone's strength of, of uh, net worth and borrowing power with their proof of funds, I know that this person's serious, okay? Um, that's gonna be really more required for a lender, but proof of funds and, and uh, is something that you know good brokers will wanna look at because if you're submitting offers on deals, a lot of owners will wanna see proof of funds, especially in a competitive offer situation. So those four things, and then what you're gonna do after that meeting, you're gonna leave that meeting, send that person a card, and then you're gonna follow up with that broker consistently. And what I would do is I'd check in with them weekly. If you're really actively looking for deals, tell them, look, you know, you're gonna follow up with them weekly, you're gonna tell them, hey, look, if you bring me a, an off-market opportunity, I will write through you, number one, and if the seller does not pay the commission, I will pay a buyer paid fee meaning I will pay you a commission if the seller does not pay that fee. Now we always try to have the seller pay the fee 
um, because when you're selling a deal, typically the seller pays the fee. In an off-market situation, you can come up with a fee agreement, but if the seller refuses that, the buyer should be willing to pay that. So if you communicate that up front, a broker is more likely to send you off-market deals. So really, we covered a lot of ground just in this one episode. I want to keep it short because that's what we do. Um, but but remember the key takeaways: brokers are your best source of deals. You have to meet with these brokers. You need to prove to the broker when you're first meeting them that you are a buyer. You have the wherewithal and you are actively looking. Okay, and then you're going to consistently follow up that broker. You really want to. St- I mean, if they're not sending you deals, you should be bugging them. And then lastly, any deals that a broker sends you, always give them feedback, right? So if you're gonna pass, tell them you're gonna pass. Don't just not call them. If I send somebody a deal and they don't call me back um, and I continue to send them deals and I I don't hear from them, I'm not gonna send them deals after a while. I'll just stop, right? Especially if they aren't writing offers or anything. So the brokers are looking for the active buyers. And if you're not, you know, if it's taking you a while to find a deal because you're very particular, at the very least, you need to communicate with them. You need to say, hey, look, this isn't the deal I'm, I'm going to buy or I'm not going to write on this. Here's why. If you do all those things, you will start to develop relationships with brokers and you will find a mobile home, to, home, mobile home park to buy. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked today's episode, please share with a friend. And if you're feeling extra generous, go ahead and leave us a review. Also, check out more info at TysonDCross.com, and you can find me on LinkedIn as well. Take care.